Mar, does this feel like a weight is lifted off your shoulders? And second, what was it that bothered you most about the playoff criticisms? Um, yeah, you know, I guess just people just be saying, you know, I wasn't really worried about it. You know, it's just my third year in the league. Um, and it's just, it's, I don't really care what people say. You know, I'm just happy we got the win, you know, to move on in the next round. Hey, Lamar, I, got, I have two questions. First of all, um, it seemed like you were in a rush to get off the field there at the end. What, what was the thinking behind that? Oh, well, you know, uh, it was, I, I feel, you know, it was just disrespect. You know, we didn't see what went on before the game, you know, the last time we played those guys, and it was standing on our logo, and we seemed like them getting into it with our coach. So that was just disrespectful because, you know, we, we treat all our opponent, um, opponents with respect, and it wasn't no, no reason for us to shake hands and stuff like that, you know, to be the big guy, so we just walked off the field. Back in your ear to make it clear, it's your host Rob Lowe bringing y'all season three, episode 15. This one going out to Mom Dukes. Happy birthday again. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Hey, hey Mom Rob Lowe. Facts. <laughs> Almost V Man birthday too. Sure. What's good? What's good, man? You know what it is. Monday special episode. We got the dynamic duo for y'all. You know, we like the Will Smith and Carton. <laughs> Menu for the day. We got a birthday shout out to a R&B legend. We're doing four sports recaps. And it's only one way to start the sports recap. I mean, it, unless you're living under a rock. You was watching the playoffs this weekend. Ravens over the Titans 20 to 13 to start the day off. What you see, man? Ravens, let's go Ravens, man. Hey, I was rooting for y'all heavy this game. I was down 10 points early. I was y'all a little nervous. I ain't gonna hold y'all. You know, y'all lost to these teams twice, one in the regular season, one in the playoff last year. So I'm like, I had one answer, you know. And then next thing you know, Ravens, they were off to the races. Um, I do want to point out before they started the little run, Early in the game, uh, Mark Andrews, uh, one of the top catchers, he had two early drops. I want to point that out there. Uh, the first one was on um, the first drive of the game on third down, on five, like an easy drop. And then he also dropped the touchdown uh, yeah. when they were in the red zone um, on second down, uh, which had led to them, you know, selling for the first field goal of the game. So, you know, I, I, you know, I was like, you know, it's the first playoff game, you know, the, the nerve – Nerves are kind of up, so I kind of get that a little bit. But still, you know, you wanted a uh, big playmaker, so I need you to kind of step up a little bit on that. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, Lamar Jackson, man, he showed some speed on that 50-yard touchdown run to tie the game up 10-10. Bro, right. Uh, you know, on third and nine, you know, defense was expecting the pass. He kind of cut him off guard with that one. Uh, he had, like, a buck 36 rushing um, the team as a, as a whole. You know, they had 236 yards rushing. I said the last show, you know, the team who I rushes, the other team is going to win this game. And that's exactly what happened. The Ravens, you know, uh, definitely outrun them by 200 yards. Shout out to the Ravens defense, man. I got to show them to love, show them some love because they don't get that much talked about a lot. Um, over the last four games, they're allowing uh, opponents 10.7 points per game. You know, that's pretty good. Um, they did a good job holding Derrick Henry down to only 40 yards on 18 carries. You know, I mean, 
The team as a whole for the Titans, they put up 209 yards. Derrick Henry's put up 250 by himself last week, you know. You know, so that was good credit for the Ravens defense. But yeah, man, um Ravens did their thing. But for the Titans, man, they laid an egg. You know, 13 points. That was the fewest of their of the season, regular season and all. You know, they averaged 31 points per game kind of coming into this playoff game, you know, and so it was like they chose the wrong time to lay the egg. Uh, they were 4-12 and 12 on third downs. King Henry, man, he wasn't himself. He's looking like Prince Henry Ooh. at that joint, you know. Ooh. I was looking for him to be, you know, an impact. And it was crazy. We had this talk the other day about whether, you know, a star running back can, take, can, can win the chip with, you know, and this was like, one of the prime examples right here, it didn't work out for him. You got to so. be perfect. You can't be 18 for 40, what, 40? 18 carries for 40 yards, yeah. Mm-mm, no good. Um, <clears throat> A.J. Brown had a lot more than 18 touches for – well, no, he had a lot more than 40 yards, put it like that. He set it off early, made it 7-0. He was bullying Marlon Humphrey earlier. Uh, early in the game, it wasn't no pass interference. No, oh, he was just turning around, like... body. I'm too strong, bro. I know you like the force fumbles. This is not a fumble situation, bro. I'm just, I just got that. So they made it 10 0 early. Um, Lamar threw one bad pass, one bad pass that he was mad about the whole day, the whole like even post game. He was still mad, so I rock with that. Um, outside of that, he was finding Hollywood. Shout out Hollywood, hundred plus yards, number one style receiver numbers that we need from Hollywood. I see you. Um, it was funny though before Lamar ran that fifty yard touchdown. Then the commentator was talking about, oh, um, Kevin King, the cornerback, was spying him. The nickel cornerback, they like, oh yeah, if he when he ran to the outside. Kevin King got him because he got that type of speed. He could run with him, woo, 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 all this. The next play, they ran man-to-man coverage. It was no spot on Lamar. He ran straight up the middle. The first person he had to dodge was like 25 yards down the field. And boom, right after that, it was a whole different game because they came right out. They scored again to make it 17-10. to And this is the thing. I talked about this week three. Um, the Monday night football game versus Kansas City. Everybody blitzed Lamar the same. So today or yesterday in the game, what he did was he was stepping up. He was stepping up through the rush and taking off instead of always bubbling towards the outside and doing that little shake move. You just got to go in there and protect yourself. That's the key. Hey, there's a couple B-Day boys in his his game. Lamar B-Day was Thursday. He got off. B-Day boy from Monday, King Henry, man. Present was a lock, no key. They locked that man down. You said 40 yards, you can't do nothing with that. Justin Tucker, he going to make his all the rest of his kicks for the rest of the playoffs. That's money. I ain't worried about that. But I, I like Lamar's confidence overall and his attitude after the game. But if any fans pulled up to hear a little NBA talk, we got y'all right here. Mavs over the Nuggets Thursday night, 124 to 117 in overtime. What you see? Mavs, man. I think I, I think I picked against them. I had the Denver Nuggets to win this game. You know, it was a close game. It took them to overtime. Uh, I saw the Mavs. They were down 12 in the third quarter, 59 to 71. 
Um, shout out to uh, head coach Brick Carlisle. He made a good adjustment. Um, he took out uh, Boban Marjanovic because uh, he was having trouble uh, um, guarding the Denver's uh, small players. And so he, he he took him off the game, and next thing you know, the Mavs went on a 15 and five run, you know, to close the gap within two within two points. Um, so I thought that was a good adjustment by him. Um, you know, the Mavs started off slow in the first half, only shooting 33 percent. You know, but stepped it up the second half, shooting 62 percent. Um, Maxi Kleber, he had some victories in the fourth quarter, um, including the one to put him up two two seconds left on the clock. That was a huge shot. You know, uh, Josh Richardson. Yeah, he also showed up as well. He put up 14 points. He had some um, some some um, good back to back buckets down the stretch in overtime. Um, uh, especially the one that he hit on Murray, man. He put Murray in the mixer, you know. <laughs> and lay that joint up. That joint was nasty. Uh, yeah, man. But you know, Luca, Luca Doncic with the icing on the cake. You know, he had a season high 38 points. Um, but yeah, the Mavs was without Trey Burke, you know, and of course KP. You know, so it's good to see them, you know, step up and get the W. Uh, for the Nuggets, you know, 21 points from Murray. You know, he, he, he hit a good um, yeah. um, three-pointer in the first quarter, uh, which was like from 30 deep. You know, I don't ever see him hit them, hit them shots often. Um, so I, I feel like it kind of set the tone for the game for them going forward. Uh, you know, Jokic hit a 2K green light, you know, shots in the game in the overtime Ooh, on the sideline. Yeah, that thing was clean. And that one was all net. It was man. clean. It was all net. Like a baby, that thing was clean. <laughs> you know, but, you know, the Nuggets, they were also without Michael Porter Jr. as well, who was, was averaging 20 points per game this season. Yeah, people. Yeah, but um, it, it, it was a good game. So it was good to see the Mavericks pull out this one. Okay, okay. A couple points that I respond to. First off, KP back tonight. That's the reports. Hey. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm hearing. Hopefully it's true because that's what we all been waiting for. Right. See his team fully loaded. Um, I know you said it was a good move taking Marjanovic out. You're probably right, but hey, man, I like that Jokic versus Marjanovic back show, bro. That good. shit was fun. It I was, was fucking <laughs> with it. Like, because he made Jokic look small. He, and he couldn't do all the move like the little trick Josie usually. So I fucked with it. Yeah. But at the same time, you you said it. Um, they was down twelve in the third, and all of a sudden, they start coming back. Uh, shout out to Tim Hardaway Jr. Bust down a few threes. Uh, PJ Dozier from the Nuggets. He got the minutes from Michael Porter Jr. at small forward. He improving. He a bucket on the low. Uh, Jokic, you said the standing in the overtime, bro. Like he was in his backyard. Like he did it a hundred times before. Sent that jump. Through, but OT it was just too much Luca for real. Like, and Luca be so frustrating because he really not that athletic, you know, by NBA standard. You know what I'm saying? He take his time. He do. So it's like you think you guard in every move, and then he end up with 38, 13, and eight. And you like, bro. When you see Lucas what was I supposed to do? I mean, when you see Lucas crossovers, bro, they look so slow, like in slow motion. But he begin by, I don't know how. That's bro. that's how I mean, bruh, that shit be crazy because it's almost like people not used to guard and shit like that. But that shit is a switch up. So everybody always on their heels when he step, but you not nah, it, it's gonna be all day before you figure out how to guard Luca. But the Saints figured out how to guard the Bears, and that's why they won 21-9 yesterday. What you think? 
Um, I did say it was going to be a blowout, you know, and I said if the Bears had any chance to win this game because of defense. Um, well, I was looking for some players to make some plays to, uh, you know, Javon Wims. Man. In the, in the game where In the game where don't nobody got you beating the Saints, and in the playoff game where points are already hard to come by, you can't make mistakes like that. That drone was right. Through, I mean, it, it didn't even hit his hands, bro. That drone went right through his arms. You know, so I feel like you know you just got to make them plays. And the weird thing about it is he had just caught a bomb, you know, down the sidelines to play before that. You know, so he got the hands. So I just don't know what happened on that one. And then um that was it, a big play though. That should take the life out of you. It was, it was. Um, and then it did because later on that drive on fourth down and four on the 34, I feel like the Bears was thinking because they missed out on the opportunity mm-hmm. on that touchdown that they kind of had to go for it, you know. But in my opinion, I feel like in the game against the Saints, where it's where it's kind of close, keeping them within one possession, you know, you take the three points. You know, because I, I just felt like you, you just missed out on an opportunity. You know, don't miss out on another one. You know, and so the Saints defense ended up getting the stop. Um, but, I mean, the Bears defense, they, they did what they could to keep them in the game in the first half, only allowed seven points. Um, I mean, in the come second half, the Saints basically, they just took over. You know, uh, I'm looking at the Saints offense, man. I mean, the way they were holding the ball for the touchdown drives, I mean, they had three straight well, two straight scoring drive, one drive that ended on a turnover and down. Mm-hmm. But it's just like when you break down these drives that they had in the third in the third quarter, it was one that was 12 plays for 85 yards, which took up about eight minutes. And then the next possession they had, they had a 15 play, 65 yard <laughs> drive, you know, took about nine minutes, you know. And then the, the next possession they had 11 plays, 61 yard drive that took about six, seven minutes. That's it. But, you know, <laughs> that, but that's, that's when it ended up on the uh, turnover on down with okay. Drew Brees trying to drop the ball. But, you know. It was like 21-6 or something. It was at that about point, 21. Yeah, about 21-3 by that point. You know, and I just felt like, you know, the Bears wasn't capitalizing on the opportunity when they got the ball. I mean, they punted the ball each time in the second half all the way down to the last minute in the game, which is kind of like a, you know, like a gimme. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, the Saints defense showed up. They did what they had to do. Um, they started off pretty slow in the first half, but, you know, they made the right adjustments. They came off in the second half, and that's what a good team does to close out the game. And so, yeah, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. I'm with you all the way up to your beginning of your, you know, saying breakdown because Javon Wims, bruh. Ah, Javon Wims. If Mr. Two-Piece Punch could have made two catches earlier in the game, this should have been a whole nother conversation. It would have been a whole different type of ball game. How the hell you could throw two jabs, but you can't catch two passes in a playoff game when they put you in there? I'm not letting that go, bro. Because, matter of fact, 
uh, motherfucking Anthony Miller, another receiver from the Bears, actually got thrown out the game for punching for somebody in the face or in the helmet, bruh. It was the same dude from the Saints. It was Gardner Johnson. Yeah, it again. was. And he I was still like, looking shit. at the ref. <laughs> Hey, yo, God damn, the book is you soft, bro. Hey, but I'm going to get off that because I got to talk about Michael Thomas scoring the first touchdown of the game, 7-0. Uh, first touchdown of his season, which means he ain't scored no touchdowns for me on my fantasy football team, <laughs> but that's not what we're here for, so I got to get back to the game. Everybody know Alvin Kamara problem, man. And it's crazy because for his size, he breaks so many tackles. It's like you think he he just going to juke you, spin around you, but he got that balance to where as soon as you fall in, he's still on his feet. He's still trying to get extra yards. So he always going to be a problem. Roquan Smith would have been like part of the solution. That was a big loss for the Bears. The offense couldn't get on track. End of the day, I just felt bad for Khalil Mack, bro. To yeah. keep it a buck with you because it's like they running all type of stunts and games on. It was one touchdown. I think it was the second one when Drew Brees, all he had was like um, a running back, Latavius Murray, right. right there. And then Khalil Mack was rushing. He moved right, get him to block. No, he going to knock him down. Slide back left, give him a chance to get back up. And they just pitched the joke to him and he ran it. I'm like, what is he supposed to do, bruh? That was on the last second, too. He just found him on the last second. And that shit made me think of, like, why we got Drew Brees, why we got Tom Brady playing into their late 40s, and why we so blessed in this era. Because in the 80s, 90s, 10 years ago, Khalil Mack would have caved Drew Brees' chest in, bruh. He wouldn't have thought about, oh, let me do this and do this, and then the Bruh, his helmet would have drove through that number nine, but he can't he can't scoop him and dump him like he used to. So, you know, he just like get away with that. But one person that has rock stages from Chicago to the Warlands to anywhere in between is the subject of our Black History conversation. Happy birthday to Mary J. Blige, born on this day, January 11th, 1971 in the Bronx, New York, and that was to be one of the greatest singers of all time, of course. She overcame a lot through her childhood and young adult life. Encourage anybody to look up her story. Great story, perseverance. Uh, she signed the Uptown Records in 1989. She became the first female and the youngest uh, on their label, so she was ready to take off. So 30 years after that, uh, 13 studio albums after that, we having a Black History Convo on. Mary J. Blige, man. I love Mary J. Blige, yo. Her music is just like soothing, it's positive. You know, I ain't gonna lie, growing up, you know, I, I wasn't really into stuff like that, but I had much respect for her. I had much love for her, you know. So that's why I, I ain't gonna sing no song for y'all. Nah. Mary J. Blige song was thing for y'all. Yeah. But, you know, she when you was here. You gotta fuck with it. But, man, yeah, exactly. Like, she, she was well respected, man. Um, she had released 13 albums, right? And out of the 13, eight of them have went multi-platinum. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, she did songs with over 150 different artists. You know, I mean, almost everybody wanted to do a song with Mary J. Blige and have her featured in it, you know? Fuck it, Man, she was, I think, I 
think some 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 uh the billboards right they ranked her as like the most successful uh r&b singer in over the past 25 years you know over based on the type of accomplishments that she's had i mean she won nine grammys she's been nominated for like 30 of them joints you know she was even nominated for oscar for the uh background music that she did for the um the movie the help mm. you know so that just goes to show like uh her dedication her you know her skill when it comes to uh putting out good music um but besides some music i'm gonna i'm gonna hit y'all with something a little different that y'all know she do too uh okay. she also was big on like um like hair and beauty products uh she ended up releasing um her own perfume uh it's called my my life mm -hmm. um it sold over about a hundred thousand bottles mm -hmm. on, on hsn you know, so if any of y'all ladies out there looking for some good smell, you know what I'm saying? Definitely help, you know, it. my life, you know, Mary J. Blige. Um, my life, my life, yeah. my life, my life. You know about that? Sunshine. Hey, that perfume <laughs> probably going to change your life, man. You never know. But um, but it's crazy, though, because she kind of grew up in that background. She said, man, hey, if I wasn't a singer, I'd probably braid my hair right now. And I was just like, dang. Well, it's a good thing you turned out to be a singer, you know? Mm -hmm. Can might be one of the best. Hell yeah, definitely a blessing. She took that in, and she was a great singer, man. But I gotta gotta be honest. When I was just thinking about Mary in my head, just just getting ready for the show before I got it back into any music, before I looked at anything, I'm thinking like, Mary, a rapper. Like Mary to be Mary J. Blige's real live rapper. Like what I think about how her all, all her music constructed, how the beats be, how mm -hmm. how she be talking. I'm like, nah, she just got a voice. Like she Word. just you know, like she she real live talking to you, but she just got a beautiful voice with it. So it was crazy when I started doing the research, I see that she'd been called the queen of hip hop soul. Mm -hmm. So I was like, damn, that's crazy. Uh, she worked with Pete Diddy on her first album. Um, they say her first and second album, Jai Like Influence, how the radio was popping off uh, with the the um, hip hop R&B mix back in the 90s and all that. So shout out to her on that. That's big respect. Usually I got no respect for the award shows, but I'm gonna take your approach. How you said with Denzel when we was doing that episode, like I'm gonna respect show you know what i'm saying i'm gonna show love to the people that they couldn't cheat i'm gonna put it like that right. like if you was able to make that breakthrough i'm gonna i'm gonna throw that out there but i'm not gonna hold that against anybody who you know wasn't as talented or as blessed um as mary j blige was and she definitely was she made an acting debut on jamie fox show that's okay. that's crazy I heard she on the new power too. I don't watch the new power, yeah, but I might power. have. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen the um the new new series, but I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. You said how she be hustling, big time business woman, and it's one of my my mother favorite uh, singers, partly because they be days back to back. But so when I start listening back, I start getting some deja vu vocals. You know what I'm saying? But we are gonna get to that. I don't know if you're ready for this one, Val. Top three, favorite three. Mary um, J. Blige. I ain't got to talk that I got a favorite three, man. Okay, I'm changing it. my list up over and over and over and over <laughs> she again. Yeah, she hey. got them James. Man, what? Starting off with the with the with the with the main jam, you know what I'm saying? 
I know a couple overheads. They <laughs> love to this joint. You know what I'm saying? I'm going down. <laughs> hey, I didn't even know she made that song. Me neither. I was I was mad at myself for that. When, when I saw that, I was like, "That look like Mary J. Blige." It said Mary J. Blige, so it must be. You know what I'm saying? So you probably pay that drone on. Some shit probably went down. Yeah. So uh, you know that's probably turned the song on. She was like, "Stop playing! <laughs> Stop playing!" You got ass, man. You just gotta play the joint. Um. But yeah, man. So that's that's also my list. My my second favorite joint, I fuck with this joint because of the beat, and it's uh Love at First Sight mm-hmm. with Method Man. Dun 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 dun. I'm telling you, bro. She that's so perfect. It was crazy how you said they thought she was a hip hop artist because when you see her dances, it's like hip hop type dances. She be in <laughs> She be hitting you with the yeah. What's up? <laughs> you know. So, yeah. so I love my first size, my favorite one, and then my third one, man. You hear that joint every cookout, and that's just fine. Solid jump. So for Murray, my number three favorite sweet thing. Don't you know you're my everything? Sweet thing for number three. That's a nice that was that that one was a little slower than what I usually rock with for Murray, but I still I lock uh I like the flow to that one. Number two, another method man. I'll be there for you. That's my joke. That's one. I that's the one that I listen to the most often that I be playing. I rap Method Man part like I was in the video, bro. So yeah. I always I love that song 100 percent And then number one, family affair. That if you don't stop moving when you hear this beat, you ain't got no rhythm. And it's it's okay to admit that. But we got to have that conversation before you say anything else, man. Because it's a a rap, bruh. She say, don't need no holleration, hateration in this. I don't even know the last word, but it wasn't a word. That's the thing. Like, hateration in it. Bruh, what is she talking? It's a rap. The youngins in school was taking that shit to over the borders, like man, you ain't got no hateration. <laughs> oh, wait, isn't that what uh, says the entertainer said in barbershop? <laughs> he said that. He did, Everybody was flipping it. It was a classic, man. Shout out to Mary J for that one, man. They should get her to sing one of her songs for the national championship game tonight. Scratch the national anthem. Uh, we do got two traditional uh universities, you could say though, Alabama University. Versus Ohio State, the Ohio State. What you think about this matchup? Man, I learned my lesson playing against Ohio State and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to see my first good look look at him. And the boy can throw. You know, 
there's one throw in particular that he had against the drone against Clemson. I think it was the one that was that was start off the third quarter. He threw it 60, 70, like 60 yards, at least air yards, bro. Mm-hmm. Down the field to Olave for a bomb touchdown on the money. Yeah. Drop oh, right he, oh yeah, that was the jump when Slim died. Yeah. He couldn't get that. Yeah. No, nah, I had to replay that jump because to see that arm, bro, he threw that jump from like the 20 down to like the end zone. Easy. You know, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't care what defense you got. It's going to be hard to compete against that. You know, so they got Alabama. You know, they've been here before. Nick Saban looking for his sixth championship, you know. Uh, under under Alabama, um, Ohio State, man, they're looking for their first title since 2014. Um, I'm looking at uh, Alabama, man, Heisman winner Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. yo. First receiver to win the Heisman since 1991, you know, so he's going to do his thing. The person throwing at him, Mac Jones, I'm also going to be looking at him, see what he's going to be doing out there. Could be a sleeper. Yeah, a lot of people have him going pretty high, pretty high this this draft. So we'll see. This game is going to be who's tell. Um, and also for Najee Harris too. Mm-hmm. You know, only for Najee Harris, the, the boy, the boy can ball. But for Ohio State, man, you know, I just said Justin Fields, Chris Olave. It's going to be some money getting Trey made Sermon. on this field, Brady. Oh, get your money like Nick. It's going to be a good <laughs> offense versus good defense. So um, this is gonna be must see TV. This is this is perfect for after playoff football to watch this joint. Man, this is crazy. This is crazy right here. Gotta respect Justin Fields and how he took out Clemson. You're gonna have to bring that same type of revenge, that laser focus in Alabama. Cause Nick Saban, he known for his defense, but numbers wise, the defense ain't been as dominant. Um, but they are just as talented. I feel like so you gotta be careful. Like at any moment thinking I got to run it up. But these corners and safeties, they will sneak up. And if they take one to the house, it could be a different game early. Trey Sermon, the uh, OU transfer from Oklahoma, he a real good running back. He climbing up in the draft boards too. For like Najee Harris, a tick better. Just a little bit. I think he go high in the draft. He going to be a problem. You don't have to get Najee Harris under control. But if Jalen Waddle play, that's another huge addition to Alabama. That's another probably first, second round receiver where it's like he get them short routes and he, he could go 80, 90 on you with them jumps. So watch out for him too. But to the pick, man, every time I think about this, man, I say Alabama. But then I can't write that shit down, bruh. Like every time I go to write it down, my, my hand lock up. I'm like, nah, let me think about it. I'm like, by the time I come back to it, I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm back in time. I'm still thinking, bro. And so for that reason, you I gotta go, go with the gut. I go no nah, no nah. some time. I'm going with the gut. Okay. Ohio State, man. Ohio State. Ohio oh, State. It's gonna be Ohio State from the University. Yeah, oh yeah. They definitely go yeah. to Ohio State. That's easy. <laughs> Hey, man. Justin Fields, get it, man. Show them why you won't be the top quarterback out of this draft, man. Finish the job. I called Devontae Smith for the Heisman. Heard the Eagles got the sixth pick. Don't let this be another Justin Jefferson situation, y'all.
take care of your business. I'm gonna say it one time. Yeah, I'm gonna say it one time. It's crazy because I've been seeing some mock drafts. Why are they talking about us picking up a quarterback, bro? Like some quarterback named Trevor Fields or Trevor Trevor something. I don't know. Oh, I'm like, uh, <laughs> like that oh, nigga. Man. I think Slim went to the same school as Wentz. For real? Yeah. But no, Florida State. Yeah, Trevor Trey Lance. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, that's why they call Mark drafts. This joint's just looking crazy. But we'll see, man. Get it together, Mel Kuyper. Everybody in that game is hoping to be in the playoffs next season or sometime in their NFL career. So let's close it out with the last playoff game, the most shocking. Everybody sit down and hear this. Browns over the Steelers. 48-37. Pick the Browns to win this game. This was my upset. Pick. Did you? I did. Damn. This was my upset. Good, pick. good shit. I don't remember that. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I was like Browns. I was like, you said two points. If I might get this joint right, so yeah, <laughs> rub me that point, bro. <laughs> Man, the Browns won their first playoff win since 1995. Shout out to them. Uh, they set an NFL record for the most points in first quarter history with 28. God. And they only need a 12 plays to do it in the first quarter. Just put up 28 points, man. I'm not even going to get into the turnovers, you know, because Marquise Pouncey, you know, <sighs> high fumble snap. Shit like that happens. It's, it's, but, it's, but hold up. So can somebody get on the ball? I just got to ask that question. Big ben, Anybody? Look, Big ben looking like he wasn't trying to die for the ball either. I was like, yo, come on, bro. You got to get on that. He pulled a Cam Newton from the Super Bowl. He did. He's like, oh, nah, I ain't about to win this game. You know, um, so I'm not, not going to get into the tournament about the Browns right now. Because I saw them do what I wanted them to do in Oakland to win this game. And on, on their first two full drives, which was hand the ball off to Chubb and Hunt. I like what they were doing. In the beginning of the drive, Chubb was running the ball more, and then near the end of the drive, they ran it off to, like, Hunt, so they got close to the goal line. Um, Nick Chubb had a good game overall. He had 145 total yards. Kareem Hunt, he had two TDs. You know, um, Baker Mayfield. He, he, balled, he balled out, man. I ain't, ain't going to hold you to this thing. He had three TDs. You know, everybody's everybody's eye was on Baker Mayfield because when they cut it back close, you know, he made the right plays, converting on third downs in order for them to get the touchdown by uh by trying to kind of put the game away. But when I'm looking at Baker Mayfield, man, over his last ten games, he's only thrown one interception. One interception. Hmm. So he's making good decisions. See you, Bay. You know. And the big thing about this game, because we all talked about it in the last show, was the Steelers lead the league in sacks. You know, they had zero sacks mm-hmm. this game. I don't even remember them getting close. Mind you, they was playing without the Pro Bowl guard, Joe Bitonio. B- T- I don't Batoni, I think it's <laughs> You know, so they're already missing like a starter, you know, on on their line, and so for them to not have zero sacks, I give the line credit, but I'm also gonna give Baker Mayfield credit on that too because he was doing one thing that really helps 
not get sacks and getting the ball out your hands quick. You know, I give them good. I give them good credit for the play calling. They're one lot of slants, a lot of drag routes. That's, that's good. Some screens because it causes big make for not to think about it too much. Just get the ball, that's get the fact. ball off his hands. Somebody's wide open. Yeah, I get it. Credit to the new coach. I, he. I, that's, that's that's what that's what I was saying. It's like because without Steph, Stefanski not playing, you know, how was the play calling was going to go? And they did good. And and that's just for the Browns. So shout out for the Browns for that. But for the Steelers, man, it's been a long road. Three turnovers in the first quarter, start the game. I mean, I mentioned the pouncey snap, but then you got Big Ben overthrowing his running back for the for the pick, you know. And then the next drive, y'all don't convert on third and one, so you got to punt the ball. And the next drive again, you can't connect with the receiver, so get picked off. I don't know whose fault it was. People were saying Big Bang could throw. People were saying it was the receiver. It was catch the ball or whatever the case is. It didn't work out. Yeah, now that was bad, though. Um, before you know it, man, these niggas are down 28-0. And so it's like when you're down 28 points, you got to throw the ball. So that's why I'm I was gonna... looking around like, this is, am I watching Nickelodeon for real out this world? That's why I, if I was like Big Ben threw for five hundred yards, I'm just like man, he they were down four touchdowns. He had he had to throw the ball, you know. And 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 then the Steelers, they last in the league in rushing, so it's like you definitely not gonna be coming along and get back, you know. So I give them credit to fight back, man. They they brought it back within two possessions, you know. But like I said, man, Nick Chubb, he put the game away on that fifty yard touchdown, man. Poor tackling by Pittsburgh on that one too. Got rebuttal, rebuttal a couple points that you made. Let's go, uh, let's go, let's go. Ah, no sacks, man. Ever since Bud Dupree left, it ain't been the same defense. Not to take anything away from Baker, I'm about to give him his credit. Um, but Bud Dupree, man, get healthy. Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> this is what happened when you allow a high draft pick that has some talent, but some flaws that he need to work out to win how he need to win any type of way. We we don't think we half the people don't even remember Baker Mayfield a number one pick because of how people talk about it. Everybody say keep him out the way, keep her, you know, keep running, so he don't gotta do too much, which is true. But then it's like when Baker Mayfield is good, he good for real. And when he trash, <laughs> You, you might need to do, trash. yeah, you need to do quarterback. <laughs> so that's the thing with Baker. So I'm not surprised he went off in this game. Um, I'm going to try to make a, a game that wasn't that close, seem close, real quick, because you said it was a couple of picks that everything piled up, ended up 35-7. to seven. Baker Mayfield had one run late in that first half, too, to get to that 35 point where he ran through a couple people on the sideline, Got out of bounds, got the first down, and they went on, got another seven, which was key for them. Steelers came out the second half with different energy. Boom, boom. They went Ebron, Juju. So it's 35 to 23. Mm-hmm. But then early in the fourth quarter, the first play of the fourth quarter, up near the 50 yard line, coach of the year, Mike Tomlin. You know, I keep it a buck. You got to go for that fourth and one. What is we doing, bro? I'm not trying to hit nothing about you can't run the ball. Figure it out. Because part of the problem is this has been the game plan the whole season. 
you could probably copy copy and paste this game plan to every other game that they done played, whether they was down 28 or not. You got a big Ben at 36 trying to do everything, and that's 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 not gonna work out good for you. Um, especially when um I'm gonna be nice and say you got a receiver named Juju Smith Schuster talking about same old Browns before the game. <clears throat> Now, some people are going to say, okay, I'm piling on this because he lost. You goddamn right, it's because he <laughs> lost. <laughs> That's the point of not saying shit he, before the game in the first place. <laughs> yeah, bro. How many times is this going to happen? He'll he come back next year, bro. Bruh, they, thank you. You got to learn your lesson. You don't tip the devil. And you don't, you don't let a division opponent in the playoffs when you can knock him out either. Big Ben's supposed to play last week. You get that two-point conversion from last week, get him out in overtime, then maybe you ain't got to deal with the ass. Maybe you get the Dolphins or something. But that's how it worked out, man. You got a shout-out in the show? Oh, yeah, man. Shout-out to the Eagles making the right decision move. You know, kick, kick the way Doug Peterson, head coach Doug Peterson out of there. You know, Jeffrey Lord felt like it wasn't a good, you know, Good move. I agree, man. I feel like. What have you done for uh, me lately? Man, what? To be honest, I got tired of seeing all them fourth downs and two-point conversion. All of them joint needs to go for this year. That mean they gave me a heart attack all season, man. But, hey, shout out to Deuce Staley, man. Deuce, mm-hmm. Deuce. Hey. For the, for the Eagles, assistant coach, man. I want to see you get that spot. I hope you fly, man, because. The whole team wants you to get that. Malcolm Jenkins already tweeted. Mm. He already tweeted you out. You know, Malcolm Jenkins tweeted you out and was like, hey, man, you'd be a good pickup. You know, and he don't even even play with us no more, right? You know what I'm saying? So, man, if you know, you know. Hell yeah. I'm going to back you up on that and say, get Deuce Staley a shot at that one. And then I'm going to also say, Doug Peterson, man, I hope you're reading your book in this unemployment time. (laughs) That you wrote after you won one Super Bowl called Fearless. Hope you fearless on that unemployment line. Um, I'm gonna leave it like that. Um, I want to give a double shout out to Mom Dukes to end the show. Happy nice. birthday again. Surprise you a little bit and say her favorite Mary J. Blige song is hey. Just Fine. So that's what oh, we take it out of the no. show. With. That's a one point for me. That's one for me. Bravo. Yeah.